Hello, KMA land. We're so glad that you've chosen to spend just a few minutes with us today during the double X factor. This is a little segment we do twice weekdays here on KMA in which Sandy Edie Hansen and I take on personal growth topics and conversations and relay what we learn back to you. I'm Spencer Williams and this week we're looking into urgency addiction. And on Tuesday, I gave you kind of a history of why I think I'm addicted to urgency, but today I want to be a little more specific on the kind of urgency that seems to get to us all when someone doesn't respond to us on our time frame. It's almost as if they have their own. It kept coming to me that there are so many reasons someone might not respond to us right away, and only a handful of the hundreds are because of us personally. But where's the first place we go? directly into they don't like me or they are mad at me mode. Interestingly enough, Cosmopolitan Magazine recently did an article on the top 10 reasons people don't text back. Things like they could be busy with work, their phone could be broken, they could be distracted or spacing off, or they have some real-life drama of their own. Remember, they are living their own life too. They may still be trying to formulate their thoughts into what to say. They may prefer a live conversation. Some people are not texters or emailers or social media-ers. Or maybe they cannot comply with your request and they haven't done as much personal growth work as you. So they feel embarrassed or guilty or any number of emotions that come up when honesty is avoided. The only three reasons in Cosmo's list, actually I'm going to say two and a half reasons, that should have you looking at yourself or perhaps you're sending too many messages. That's the one I'm only counting as half because you have every right to continue to be you. Just because someone doesn't like the number of messages you send, well, it doesn't mean you're wrong and they're right. It just means you're different and you both should have a say in how that relationship changes or doesn't. So there's that. And then there's the notion that the other person could be playing a game. Be aware of these types of behavior patterns in all of your dealings with this person, not just response times. And then finally, and worst case scenario really, is that they just don't like you. Still, in your relationship with this person, whatever it may be, I would hope they'd have the courtesy to tell you. But as a personal growth connoisseur like you are, you can also be self-aware enough to see some hints leading up to this. Again, this doesn't make them right or you wrong. As we've said many times here before, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. That somebody is not your somebody. Now, Sandy and I have both lived, learned, listened, and been through enough to know that the information we provide you with on this program generally makes sense, but it isn't always the easiest to implement. When you care about someone and start to question whether you're a priority in their life, it hurts, and it's hard to manage the emotions that come with that. But we could all start by not taking so much so personal. Assume it's not about you until someone flat out tells you it is. Make them do the hard stuff. You focus on living your best life. And Sandy will be here tomorrow with more to help you do just that. As always, we thank you so much for making the Double X Factor a part of each weekday right here on KMA.